All right, so you're sitting at your desk. The lease is on your desk. I'm talking about the renewal. It's ready to sign. And on top of that lease, there is a sticky note from your admin or your CFO. And in bright red ink, it says that they're charging too much for the space. Would you sign this lease? Welcome to Workspace Real Estate. I am your host, James Robertson. Now, unfortunately, admins and CFOs don't come to the rescue enough like this. I don't blame them. They simply don't have enough consistent information that would allow them to make this kind of assessment with confidence. But as promised, let's jump right into seven reasons why you need to negotiate your lease like you were going to move. The first reason is fear of loss. Fear motivates people to take actions that they normally would not. Landlords use fear all the time in negotiations, and most of the leverage from the landlord comes from just the possibility that if things don't work out, you would have to move. Smart landlords will initiate this fear in tenants, but very rarely are landlords forced to do the same kind of accounting if they lose a tenant. I don't have to tell you what you would lose if you had to move from a space. You got moving costs, you got downtime, who wants to look for more space, you got to notify your clients, you're at a new location, etc, etc. Now here are just a few of the metrics that the landlord has to deal with if you leave. They got to pay for build out for another tenant. That could be fifty to $100,000, $200,000 right there, depending on the size. You got the cash flow lost during a releasing period. The average amount of time it takes to release uh, space here in, in major markets like Houston is six to 12 months. That's almost a year of lost cash flow. You got higher commissions that the landlord has to pay because you got new deals coming in. You got two new brokers. You got admin costs for new documents, more legal reviews, more risk involved because it's a new business. And who knows if this business is going to be as stable as the business that they already have. A bird in the hand is, is better than two in the bush, right? So tenants have to understand that the landlord wants you to stay in many cases, even more than you want to. So you have to understand that this gives your deal an actual monetary value. We use this value all the time to determine what type of deal we should expect on negotiations as a minimum. Here's number reason number two, that you need to negotiate your deal like you're going to move. Your deal is going to be a higher priority deal. When the landlord knows that you have options, this is going to put your deal at the top of the agenda to be taken care of. Don't believe it when the landlord broker scoffs at your deal or says that, hey, there's a lot of other people interested in this space, so if you're not interested, I'm going to get one of the, these other guys. That's their job. There very well could be interest in that space, but at what price? What concessions would the landlord have to give? I can guarantee you that if a new deal looks more attractive than your deal, they're going to move you out anyway. So just make sure that you cover your bases so you are protected. I can't tell you how many tenants will call me after the landlord has given them 60 or 90 days because they decided to redevelop a property and they kicked everybody out. Okay, just like that. So if you follow this process, you're always going to be ready no matter what, protecting your business with options. Being a higher priority means that you're going to get your deal done faster or you're going to get a heads up that trouble's coming your way so you can deal with it on your timetable and not the landlord's. Here's reason number three, more concessions. Okay, knowing what to ask for is just half the battle. Most tenants focus on lower rent or one or two months of free rent. That's a very, very narrow focus and it's just a fraction of what you should be able to get on some of these deals in major markets like Houston. So knowing is half the battle. The other half is knowing why you're asking for it. So let me explain that. If you've been listening to this podcast and you hear me talk about 
how I got a client a year free rent or six months free rent and you try that with your landlord, you might get some pretty hilarious responses. Or worse yet, you may hurt your ability to negotiate the deal because you may seem unreasonable. Determining which concessions you can ask for from which landlord comes from leveraging our relationships, reviewing deal history, and exploiting known practices in the market. I can ask for more than my clients because I deal with the same broker several times a year instead of my clients who may only deal with the broker once every five or seven years. I can bring millions of additional dollars in cash flow to a building which increases our firm's leverage and that, that equates to a higher ability and a higher consistency of getting just larger concessions all the time compared to someone going at it themselves. Let me give you reason number four. The reason that you should check you should act like you're going to move in a renegotiation scenario is because you're checking the market for alternatives that's point number four negotiating like you're moving forces you to take a look at the market hypothetically where could you move what would it cost how much better is the current location than those other options would it be worth moving how much could you save if you tried other options all these are great questions and exercises for your broker to address before negotiation begins you shouldn't be spending your time on this. Your broker should be delivering this information to you. That's why so many people don't do this because simply they either don't have their broker running these errands for them or they don't have a broker at all and they have no idea where to start. Here's point number five. The landlord will value you more. Landlords like sought after tenants. They value your opinion and they honor your tenancy if you stay. When you negotiate a win-win scenario, the landlord loves that type of deal because they believe they were chosen and you hammered out an equitable deal that was fair and provides value on both sides any deal that is too lopsided is going to end up with someone unhappy and somebody not wanting to keep the lease going i can't tell you how many times i've seen a landlord really just stick it to a tenant and once that tenant found out it was an unfair deal that tenant will just break the lease and what was the point of getting that great deal when you broke your reputation or hurt your reputation and you caused that tenant to just want to leave. So I'm always an advocate for win-win, but winning as much as I can on my client's side. But you still want a fair and equitable deal. Let me give you point number six. The reason that you should still negotiate your lease like you're going to move is because the landlord will negotiate your lease like you're going to move. <laughs> That's a huge reason. Every single day, some hotshot broker is going up to your landlord and telling him how much more money he can squeeze out of his tenants if he just did XYZ. Or how current rents are below market for all the demand they're getting. Understanding that commercial real estate is an investment vehicle, your property manager, your friendly landlord broker are all smiles because your rent check is paying their salaries, commissions, and making the owner millions of dollars. The moment that your deal is no longer optimal, they are advised to get rid of you. If you don't believe me, make your best and final offer to the landlord, one that is below the minimum parameters set by that broker or that bank and see how long you're gonna stay in that property. That really friendly property manager that you love, that landlord broker that you have a great relationship with, they will help you, they will help you pack your stuff. <laughs> as you get out of that building. Just like landlords check their options and have brokers to keep them at the optimal rental rate, you need to do the same thing. They're hiring the same professionals for the same reasons. Let me give you my last point, which is point number seven, and that's maximum leverage. 
the reason that you should still negotiate your lease like you're going to move is simply because this is the maximum or best posture you can have at the negotiating table. Now, the way that I love to negotiate is always being able to walk away from the deal, not just say it, not just bluff it, but actually be able to walk away. Okay, now I got to tell you a quick story as we close this podcast. I got my first start in commercial real estate at Grubb and Ellis, and I will never forget that we had a weekly poker game. I think I learned more playing poker about commercial real estate than all the books and all the courses that I've taken over my 10 years in the business. At the time, some of the best commercial experts in the country were sitting at this table. We were reading each other's eyes, looking for tales, and figuring out how to play our hand to win. It was a serious game. It was as serious as serious gets. It didn't take long for me to realize that we played that game to prepare us for the craft of commercial real estate. You see, most tenants don't realize that this isn't chess. It's not checkers, it's poker. Our experience, our access to information, our relationships allow us to read the landlord, expose his hand to our client, and figure out the best quote unquote play in order to win. That's why if you ask me what you should get on a deal, I don't expect you to get the same results that I would be able to get. The results that I quote are my results, and your results are going to vary based on your experience, your skill, your access to information, your leverage, and even your timing. So this was a really fun podcast. I hope that this information was helpful to you. If you like what you hear, subscribe and give us five stars so we know that we're offering value to you as a tenant. This is James Robertson with Workspace Real Estate signing off. Thank you for listening.